Welcome to the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. And today we're in the kitchen. Uh, you know, it's so hard to find the right lighting and the right sound. And uh, I've been looking around this house. Where is a good place? And this ends up being uh, a great place because there's uh, humans and food. And it's such a strong connection that I feel good here. And hopefully today, as I welcome Laura, that she feels good here as well. Laura, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Look, the, the kitchen is the heart of the home. You know, I when I think about being in the kitchen and just the conversations that have been had and how people just tend to gather there, like, I think it's a fantastic backdrop. I think so. Thank you for that. And the other part is this, is that, you know, you have mortal enemies. And one of the steps to actually normalizing is when you can break bread with these people that you thought were the worst people in the world, whoever they happen to be. And uh, so it's just emotions and food and well-being are all connected, right? Absolutely. And you talk about uh, you're an alignment coach and you help women become uh, better, stronger, faster. Uh, so why do you think women in particular need a coach? You know, I think that there's a million reasons. I think that there's, it's unique to every single person, but, you know, the women that I have the opportunity to work with are often, they're the, they're the strong ones, right? Like they're the ones that everyone else goes to. They're the visionary. They're usually the one with the ideas. They're usually the one with the responsibilities. And so I asked them like, who is that person for you? Who is the person to help hold the space for you to expand in, for you to check back in with yourself, for you to expand your mind and get into alignment with yourself and your desires. And, you know, it's entrepreneurship can be a lonely road as it is, you know, and then I think just from the perspective of being a woman in business, there are so many different roles and responsibilities that we carry. So having someone to be that person for you that you are for others, I think is invaluable. Uh, absolutely. And I think women uh, just generally, uh, it's a harder road. Even in today, in right now I'm in uh, just outside of Toronto, in this like enlightened state, women are still second-class citizens. I mean, uh, uh, it's harder for them to do and they need to outshine their uh, counterparts just to be noticed as being good and not freaking fantastic as they really are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been fed this incredibly deep level of patriarchal beliefs, right? And, you know, taking kind of the second seat and women are less than and all. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that anymore. And and I think it's beautiful that we, it's tough, right? That it's taken this long for things to really start to shake out. But I think it's a real honor to be in this space right now, because I think now more than ever, Mm -hmm. not only are women taking a stance for women, but all genders and non-conforming are taking a stance for women as well. And so when we can rise and say, like, we truly are all, we are humans. At the end of the day, we are humans. And, you know, who we are as a person is how we impact this world, not our gender. So really just being able to step into fully, like, just, I mean, imagine if everybody was doing a little bit more of the things that they loved. Yes. If they were seen a little bit more, if they were heard a little bit more and they were doing things that they love, what a different, very different world this could be like almost instantly. And, and for me, that's the perspective that I come at is like, when is the last time you asked yourself, what do you actually want? And have you given yourself permission to go after it? 
And I, and I had to ask a question before that uh, is, who are you? Because I think there's three place spaces that we show the outside world uh, that we have. So one is what we show the outside world. This is the illusion that we uh, show. And sometimes it's like, look at me. I am freaking amazing and strong and smart and sexy, maybe. Well, why, Laura, lie? <laughs> Or it's like I'm tragic and I'm broken and nothing ever goes right. Or this version of ourselves that is not true. Then we have a sense of who we are. And there is a delta between who we are and who we want to portray. But then there's a third spot, who we actually are, not who we think we are. And I think one of the things you do, Laura, is get people to kind of figure out who they are so they can align their life around it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we... We kind of live life on autopilot, most of the time unintentionally. It just kind of becomes a habit, right? You're just the regular routine, right? You get up, you do the thing, you come home, you do the thing, you go to bed, and tomorrow you do it all over again. And so much of the work that I do with, with the women that I work with is like waking up to that. Like if we're not even acknowledging and recognizing what we're doing and how we feel, then how can we make any kind of change? So we have to start with this incredible piece of awareness to figure out like, okay, who am I right now in this moment and what is really calling me? Absolutely. We're going to go to that in about a second. We're going to go to a sponsor. Uh, it's called Mindset Boosters and it's going to change your life. If you're ready to let go of anxiety, let go of uncertainty, let go of doubt, Mindset Boosters gives you the ability to decide how you act and feel in any situation. Ready to take charge of your mindset? Go to MindsetBoosters.com. So mindset is such a critical part of who we are as human beings. And especially, you know, if you're a woman trying to make it in the world, it's, you know, what's going on in our own head is so critically important to us achieving what we want to do. And just before I let you kind of answer that question, Laura, if you're interested in Mindset Boosters, go to that QR code. You'll find it. It's going to change your life. So, Laura, let's talk about mindset. One of the things you probably work on with your clients is mindset. Why don't you tell us about a client that came in, uh, where their mindset was when they came through your door and uh, how you helped transform it so they had a more aligned, more successful life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mindset is the, is the baseline for all of it, right? Because our, our thoughts become our reality, right? Our thoughts create belief, Our beliefs create thoughts. Our thoughts create actions. Our actions create our reality. And that is the cycle that we we often get caught in. And so it's very easy to think like, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough time. I've got too many responsibilities. I don't have enough money. I mean, we, we all have our own version of a different story. Yeah. And so a lot of times when these gals are coming to me, they're, they're in a place where um, they think that they can't, they think that they can't have more or having more means um, more. And what I mean by that is like, oh, if I want to have a bigger goal, if I want to achieve more things, that means it's got to be harder. That means it's got to be more difficult. That means it's got to um, eat up more of my time. And so there's a lot of these like conditioned beliefs around success and how hard you have to work or, you know, this persona that you need to put on. And so what we're doing is like basically unpacking these thoughts and beliefs and actions yes. to get them back into alignment to like, okay, what is actually true? What is really true in this situation? And as we're unpacking this, it's like, you know, when you're sitting alone, your mind is the loudest voice that you'll ever hear, right? right. Like it speaks very, very, very loudly. And 
one of the benefits of having a coach or a mentor or somebody in your corner walking you through and guiding you through this process is helping you to get out of your head for a second and start to recognize what's actually true, what's really possible. Because in our head, it feels like this mountain when sometimes all we need to do is vocalize it, say it out loud to realize that this is actually something very obtainable to shift. Yeah. And it's a, uh... So one of the things coaches do and you do is unpack things because oftentimes because it's scary, we don't go near it. And when we don't go near it, uh, anything that validates it. So let's say I thought that uh, uh, people didn't like me. And uh, right now, actually, in reality, you're looking at me on your uh, computer screen and not at the camera. So you're not giving me eye contact from my point of view. And it would be like, Oh my God, she thinks I'm so hideous. She doesn't even look at me, which is not the reality of what's happening. Right. And so we get this thing that we don't unpack and then it becomes larger and scarier as we go. Then of course we don't want to go there. And one of the things I think a great coach does is allows people to leverage the coach's confidence, Laura's confidence in me. If I could borrow that just for a little while, I could go on that journey of unpacking and discover that at the center of this, thing oftentimes there's nothing scary there yeah yeah I, you know i often say to, to my clients like let let me hold your vision while yeah. we unpack some of this right like i can see it just as clearly as you can i can feel it just as clearly as you can um let me hold that for you while we unpack while we rewire while we restructure while we reframe these thoughts beliefs and then also the actions that back it up and then let's put those pieces back together. Let's, I'll give you the vision back and let's do this, you know, side by side. Because a lot of times too is like, you know, we talk, especially women, we talk ourselves out of things before we even get started. Because the mind takes over, the limiting beliefs take over, the excuses take over, um, the fear takes over, people pleasing takes over. I mean, there's a, a bajillion different reasons, right? And so if we can start to recognize that before we talk ourselves out of this potentially brilliant idea, and it doesn't always have to be monumental, right? We're not, we're not always trying to like change lives in this particular second. Sometimes it's literally just taking the next step. But if we don't give ourselves permission to even do that, then things cannot continue to unfold in the way that maybe your life is designed to. Yeah, no, I'm just going to back up a little bit to kind of what you said is like uh, talking to your clients. Don't worry, uh, I hold the same vision for you as you do. And oftentimes I find is uh, when you're not whole as a human being, where you've got this un things to unpack, and also you may have a belief uh, that is getting in the way, that when you have those visions of what you want to accomplish, they're smaller than what they're actually going to be. Once you get clear and you can let go of the bullshit, then you can dream bigger dreams. So oftentimes Laura isn't just holding the vision for you. It's like, I can see a bigger one. You can't see it yet. Yes. And that's, yes. Bullshit. So you can get to the other side and go, oh my God. Because right now, if uh, I asked you for the rest of the day to uh, go about your business with a, a 30 pound uh, backpack on your back, you'd do it. It wouldn't feel pleasant. But we carry that bullshit around. And when your coach, like Laura, helps you get rid of the baggage, all of a sudden you have more energy, more vibrancy uh, just by letting go of the stuff you've been carrying around. So, dear viewer, put down the bullshit and move forward. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it's funny. I say this often 
on TikTok and it gets people all kinds of wound up. But I tell people that the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Hell and, of that, <laughs> and that tends to be one of those like sayings that you're like, you hear it and you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of, and then like the more you think about it, you're like, now hold on a second, hold on a second. You know, like people get kind of feisty, but I'm like, good. Now we've woken up a little bit. Now we've jarred the jar with all of these like deeply ingrained thoughts and beliefs. Now maybe we can start to shift some things, right? And that's why I talk about awareness. Like if we don't have awareness, if we're not in tune to ourselves and what we're thinking and what we're feeling, you will not change anything. It's just a matter of fact. So, you know, when we start realizing like, you know, I call it your own flavor of bullshit, Right. Like right. we all, we each have our own flavor of bullshit. And if you are willing to to look at yourself and face that, I also want to point out without judgment, without shame. Right. This is not about like, oh, now I do. Now I recognize that I'm doing this. Now I feel bad about. Right. Because that's the a whole other path that we tend to take is we want to shame ourselves now that we recognize what we're doing. And it's like, no, now I understand more about myself and now I can do something about it. How exciting is that? And how scary is that? So yeah, absolutely. So two absolutely. things. Uh, number one, you had phrased it, uh, your flavor of bullshit. And the reason that's an important phrase for me is because it seems like reality. If it was about the same issue, if it was my languaging of the issue, Laura would see right through it and say, well, that's not true. But Laura's inner self knows how to phrase it in a way that Laura believes this thing that is not true and it becomes reality. And the second thing you mentioned was, uh, you know, the promised land lives behind the fear and the fear becomes so strong that we don't go near it. Uh, There was a a teacher a long time ago, his name was Peter McWilliams and he kind of articulated this. It's like, you know, one day the devil had a meeting Beelzebub with all his demons. Like, what can we do to stop these freaking humans? Cause you know, you, you give them a mountain, they'll freaking climb it. The deepest ocean, they'll dive down to it. What can we do? And this one guy came up with this idea. Hmm, how about we create discouragement? And he goes, genius. We'll let them defeat themselves. And that's what fear is. Oftentimes, uh, you know, uh, if you're afraid of spiders, stay away from them. But if it's like uh, public speaking, it's on the other side of that is where nirvana lies. Or if that amazingly gorgeous person across the room that could be the grandmother to your children is there. And you're like, Oh, they won't want to be with me. They're too cool, too good looking too whatever. Uh, All that stuff. Think of all the lost opportunities we've all had, no matter how enlightened you are, we've all had times where we let fear get in the way of us executing. And so the question is, you know, how, so here's the theory, Laura, help me uh, uh, figure out if it makes sense to you or not. I believe that we have one emotion called love, which is probably the most powerful. And let's say it goes from uh, zero to 100. We also have this emotion called fear. What if it was the same emotion and it goes from zero to a negative 100? Because both are very potent emotions. Both will get us to uh, overcome whatever the stumbling block is and go do it. Uh, Does it sound crazy to kind of put them on the same continuum? Or are they two different animals? I mean, I think that each emotion kind of is is itself, but also pairs with others, right? Like it's it's very rare. 
it's very rare that we feel one emotion without another, right? right? Because, you know, if you think about love, that could also, you could also be feeling anxiety, right? Because anxiety is not necessarily a bad emotion. It is, it is a form of heightenedness, right? And that can be with paired with a great thing and it can be paired with a not so great thing. So I think that the, the same is true for fear and where I think that fear, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a dominant emotion, right? It, it comes to the forefront very quickly. And I think that sometimes where honestly, we get a little bit derailed is that we think that we have to do things fearlessly, like without fear, because we we're we're really driven, like you hear, you, you see posters and memes and, and sayings around like, you know, be fearless, just be fearless today, do it fearlessly. And it's like, Actually, most of the time when we're making big decisions or we're trying something new for the first time, most people are terrified. And I think that that's okay. It just depends what you end up letting run the show. Like I can do something new and be scared, but still do it, right? So I think, I think that it comes back to the, the permission to give yourself to try something without even knowing all the answers. So there's like two things there. Number one... Uh... I agree. It's uh, for a lot of performers. If the fear isn't there, the performance is going to lack. Like it's that anxiety before they go on stage is what gives them the energy to be freaking fantastic. And I think where fear comes in, uh, in the negative is this is sometimes it drops you into the fight or flight response. Yeah. If it drops you there. Then you're powerless to outthink it and move beyond it. And it's those past experiences we have and the beliefs we have that allow some people to fuel the fear and do it anyway, because they don't drop into the fight or flight. Because when you got into fight or flight, all rational thought leaves your head and it's just more like a <gasps> Absolutely. Yeah. When you're when you're in fight or flight, you cannot think with your logical mind. Yeah. It's it's just scientifically proven. So when we're in fight or flight, that's often where we're making rash decisions, where we're shutting down, where we are feeling like big emotions, we're feeling out of control, right? Like there's a lot of big emotions that come along with that. And so, again, I'll always check back to, are you even giving yourself a chance to recognize that you're in fight or flight to, to see that? And you might not be able to see it in the moment because, again, you're not thinking with the front of your brain. But if you can start to recognize your tendencies and how things show up for you, then as things start to settle down, you can be like, okay, I see what's going on. I see a pattern. Now I can choose differently. Now I can do something in a different way that gets me a different result. Love that. So here's a, let's play a game, Laura. All right. Play a game. Uh, what advice can we give women to show up stronger uh, in life? And that could be, you know, follow their dreams. Uh, you get to go first because you are uh, the expert. Then I'm going to give a piece of advice. Then you're going to go, let's see how far we can go before we run out of sage advice so that people can come oh, to this. Show I mean, this could be an all day show. <laughs> We're going to end by 30 minutes after. So we've got 10 minutes to come up with something awesome. Uh, right. Do you want to take the lead? I would be happy to. So advice Excellent. for the, the women that are listening. Uh, my first piece of advice for you is to give yourself some credit. And I know that's easier said than done, but you are incredibly more capable than you are giving yourself credit for. 
Think of all the things that you have figured out in the past, all the times that you've showed up when you didn't think that you could, all the times that you figured things out as things were going along, all the relationships that you've created, the new career path that you've taken. Give yourself some credit because if you don't have all the answers right now in this moment, you are incredibly capable of figuring out your singular next step. Love it. You're not alone in this journey that look for a mentor, especially uh, a woman that is successful in the area you want to be, whether that's in, in love, in business, in life, in speaking, because uh, people are generous. And if you reach out to them and say, hey, I'm on the same path as you, could we have a coffee? 99% of people would love to do that. So you're not alone. Go find someone that's doing it better than you, help them, and on the tail end, uh, return the favor to other people coming on the journey as well. You are allowed to want what you want. Your ideas, your thoughts, your visions don't have to make sense to a singular person. If it makes sense to you, even if you don't have all the answers, you don't know the how, you don't know the when, you don't know the details, you maybe aren't even sure what the next thing to do is. If you keep thinking and feeling it, it is likely for you. And so you are allowed to want what you want and you are allowed to take the next step to figure out how to bring that to reality. Ah, love it. So oftentimes we are the worst judge of ourselves. So see yourself through someone else's eyes. And, you know, I, I move, uh, I probably made more people cry than anybody else on the planet. Uh, one of the things I do is get people to see someone, see themselves through the loving eyes of someone in their life. And if you get uh, uh, a crusty old guy who's like, you know, 50 years old and kind of rough and gruff, and they happen to choose their five-year-old daughter and see themselves through their eyes, it's moving. And for women, see yourself through the eyes of people that, that know you because they see you clearly and they see the amazingness within you. Whereas we discounted ourselves, oh, oh that's nothing. Laura, you're next. The, I understand that you want to please everyone in your life because you're a really great human and you want the people in your world to be taken care of. But continuously putting everyone before your own needs is no longer serving you. It is not selfish to put yourself first. It is not selfish to take care of your needs and your desires and what your body and your mind and your soul needs today. It's not selfish. In fact, it's incredibly necessary. Because instead of looking at it as selfishness, what if we look at it as a way to enrich our individual life, your individual life, so that not only do you feel better, but now you can be better for those same wonderful people that you want to take care of in your life. Ah, love it. Love is such a powerful emotion that love can be your super weapon. And here's an example of it. You're going into a meeting and you're going to present whatever you're going to present and go do that. But what if before you stepped into that meeting, you stepped into that grace of love and did the same meeting? You just show up differently. You'd hear things differently. And it almost uh, gives you a, a superpower and also a shield as well. That when you're in that loving space, you don't need to be defensive, even if the other person is being an idiot. So love is your superpower. Use it. Love that. The thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. And if you can get very, very honest with yourself and recognize your own personal layer of bullshit, because we all have them and we're not shaming. OK, 
Okay. We're not going down that path today. But if you look at the thing that you push back on more often than not, the thing that you procrastinate on, the thing that you avoid, like the plague, the thing that you're just like, you know, I, I have this desire, but I'm going to do a hundred things instead of doing that today. If you start to really right. recognize the thing that you resist, that will tell you a whole lot about what's really, truly important to you. Absolutely. And uh, I think one of the things that uh, our emotions are our emotions. And uh, it could be that uh, I am devastated after this podcast and I'm really angry at Laura. Uh, fuel the that anger. That happens a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so fuel the anger and say, okay, for two minutes, I'm going to fuel the anger and really savor it and enjoy it. And after that two minutes, I'm going to go, all right, uh, what's the smallest thing I can do in the right, right direction that would make this thing better and go, because sometimes we suppress our feelings because they're not supposed to feel angry or guilty or mean. And it's like, no, feel it, but just give yourself a time limit. You get the last, yeah. last round. So these are the last, last, two. last round. Okay. I will say to you, that you don't have to have all of the pieces figured out to take your next step. In fact, messy action is where the learning comes from. You can sit at your desk or in your favorite chair and plan all day long. But the true aligned answers that you are so desperately trying to get out of your head and force onto paper comes from doing. And so if you give yourself permission to take messy action today, meaning do one thing, even though you don't have all of the answers for the entire path figured out, you know what the vision is, or at least have some idea or direction, and you identify one singular thing that you can do next, all of those answers that you're trying to figure out will come to you. Love it. So my last one is going to be the day minimum. And that could be uh, a soak in a tub. It could be I'm taking a walk by myself, taking the dog, uh, whatever that thing is for you. Do that one thing to treat yourself as a symbol of I'm worth it. And the stronger I am, the more I'm there for other people. And when I deprive myself and, uh, oh, I won't do this. I'll look after the kids or I'll look after my coworkers. I'll look after my boss and always giving, giving, giving. You end up giving less. So look after yourself once a day. Uh, Laura, uh, thank you so much for being on the program. It was such a joy just kind of talking about a subject we're both passionate about is, is women are freaking awesome and they need to believe it and do it. And uh, it makes the world a better place. Absolutely. Thanks so much for holding the space for us to have this wonderful conversation. You know, I think it's amazing that we can connect with one another from around the world and uh, make an impact while we're doing it. Super. We're going to uh, do an outro here. I'll be right back back with you in a moment. Hey, everybody, subscribe to the podcast. Laura's contact information is going to be in the show notes. Go find her out and uh, make it a blessed one. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming and that is the fastest way to get better results. 